Hey, to the point listeners, this is going to be a two-part series with my friend Dave Geiger, the beast from the East Horizon Services. Dave shares his story from humble beginnings all the way up to a half a billion dollar home service company. You're in for a real treat and a great history lesson from one of the godfathers of the trade. I hope you enjoy it. This is To The Point. A rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. To The Point listeners, do we have a show for you to Day, it's going to be a banger. Paul, I know you're excited. Look at that. I see you smiling from ear to ear. Our guest has had you all jacked up. Uh, just so you know, Dave, too, Paul did tell me pre-podcast that he had butterflies in his stomach. And he shouldn't be this <laughs> I did. I did. There's like an anticipation that I've had for this because, you know, I've known of Dave since I got in the industry, but I've never met him. I've had the opportunity to meet his family. So I know some, you know, neat stories of your history, but I get to hear your story for the first time, and many of our listeners get to hear your story for the first time from you. So it's, I'm excited. It's going to be is exciting. Pop- it's going to be it, so it, exciting. And, and before we get there, too, I have a couple things I want to no share. No pressure, right? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no pressure. You're, you're gonna you're gonna crush it. Um, but before we get there, too, I just want to say to all our listeners, all, obviously as always, like thanks for listening and tuning in. Um, it's incredible the growth that this podcast has had and the reach it has, and we love hearing all those things. But if you are new listening to the show, please hit the subscribe button so you can come back and listen to it and share it with all your peers because. What you're going to hear today is going to be a history lesson in the trades of how to get it done. Uh, what kind of what monster growth looks like, but also a humility. And so, um, and this is something you're going to want to share with everyone to just help. If you genuinely care about helping somebody grow, you're certainly going to want to help uh, share this podcast. So, but first, before we get there, Paul, I, w- I would be remiss if I didn't announce um, as, po- as the To The Point Home Services podcast has been voted one of the best home services podcasts for marketing and operations. Um, dude, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that we've done this. We're, I don't know, I think this will be episode 72 or 3, Kyle, somewhere around there. Um, so to accomplish those things in such a short amount of time is certainly admirable. But we also are noticed as one of the top 10 Google marketing solutions in 2021. Not too bad for an agency that only focuses on home services. So pretty excited to share that news to be able to you know, anytime that we, we win like an award that's um, for like, for instance, we with this podcast for us, I think that what was the, what was the highest ranking we ended up getting on the podcast? You remember it was like 21 for all of marketing, for all yeah. of marketing and to be home services specific is pretty awesome. So well, pretty excited I, about those things. Chris, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm proud of you because it is much easier to have not done this podcast. And I think I've shared this before. You know, we sat down a couple of years ago with a list of like 50 things we needed to do for the business. And had pretty good alignment with our entire executive team, except for one item. And that was this. This was left off the list. And I kid you not, you know, Chris's wife was out of out of the office for four or five days for surgery. <laughs> she comes back in and our team conference room is reconstructed into a podcast studio. And we did it and we've done it. And we've launched one every single Tuesday since January of last year. And quite honestly, Chris, it's it's been probably the, the highlight of my career so far to be able to do this and, cool. and get back in a way. So Thanks, I love Thanks. it, man. Thanks Proud for sharing that. Well, then what birds from that too was our Rhino X event that we had uh, earlier this year. And um, and just so everybody knows, our, our guest today has committed to Rhino X 2022 along uh, with um, Ken Haynes is, is, is committed to come back. Also, um, Leland Smith coming back. I haven't talked to Goodrich yet, but I know him well enough to know he's for sure going to come back if the <laughs> rest of the here. guys are here. So he'll be back for those things. But... One of the guys missing 
from Rhino X event that I said out loud to everyone in attendance. Noticeably absent. Noticeably absent was our guest, Mr. Dave Geiger, also known as DG. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the godfathers of the industry is uh, how we put it out there. So I know he, you don't even like, he probably is too, too humble to even want to hear that, but that's the reality of what it is. But we're excited to have Dave Geiger, founder and CEO, Horizon Group Holdings. Uh, this small little itsy bitsy teensy weezy home services company called Horizon Services. That's like what one of the largest uh, home services companies in the Mid Atlantic, something like that. Dave. Yeah, we're doing pretty well. You know, <laughs> there's there's a lot of good good companies out there. We're we're proud of what we we've accomplished, and uh, you know, bumping up against 500 million, and uh, we're proud of of all the work we've done. So. Uh, Paul, just so you know, that's half a billion. <laughs> hey, Dave, welcome to the show, man. We're excited to have you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Really, really honored to be here. And, you know, as you were opening up the show talking about um, starting your podcast and how I think you share with me, you were a little uncomfortable with, with doing it and it turned out to be great. And that's a lot of our success grow, growing too, is being being comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Yep. Like saying, I want to do this, but I got to do this. I got to take that next step. So congratulations to you guys for, for doing that. Appreciate it's that, a, Dave. Thank, thank you. you so much. Well, a lot, a lot of the success too comes from, you know, obviously being able to have guests like you come on and share your story. I mean, cause that's the content that matters most in doing these things. Um, and before we get into it, I want to do a couple of quick things and then we're going to jump right into the story. So if you would, um, I'm going to ask just a couple of questions. I want our listeners to know who have either heard of Dave Geiger or Horizon Services um, or not. I want them to know who is Dave Geiger. So I'm going to ask a couple of questions that are completely unrelated to business. Are you okay with that, Dave? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So number one, um, if you could have dinner with anybody alive or dead, who would it be? My grandfather. Your grandfather. Okay. So- yeah. So do you want to elaborate on that or is just something that? Is- so actually, so, so I'm a fourth generation plumber. My, my great grandfather was a plumber. My grandfather was a plumber. And uh, my father uh, is a, was a plumber, is, is a plumber. And uh, my grandfather was, was just a serial entrepreneur. And he, he just was, was a very positive guy. And, and I just loved him to death. And he would be the guy I would want to be with. I love it. I love it. Okay, so this is one that I think that I could never, I don't, I, this is like only the second time you and I've actually got the chance to chat, but I just feel like this is going to be a difficult one for you to answer, even though it's a very simple question. But if you had to karaoke any song, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was coming. But either, either did I, Dave, so. <laughs> it's not on, hey, it's not on the list. Don't bother looking. <laughs> I would say my favorite song is One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer from George Thurgood. One so bourbon, I have to go go. one scotch, <laughs> one beer. That it? That's it? That's it. That's a pretty solid yeah. choice. Perfect. Okay, two more easy questions. Okay, who would you say is your hero? I have a lot of heroes. That's I have okay. a lot of You can say a couple. I have, I have, you know, in the business world, I'll, I'll start there. Sure. So, sure. you know. I mean, I actually was reflecting, you know, getting ready for this and some of the people that helped me along the way. You know, my my Bowtech teacher, just to start from actually my father, right? Because he was a plumber and he was, he was uh, you know, a great, great uh, mentor of, or example, I should say, of hard work and getting up every day and 
do you know never missed a day of work for being sick or or for any reason and he was just a great mentor and example of hard work and then and then my bow tech teacher and on on up but you know fast forward the frank blau from from next door george next door, brazil yeah. mike diamond um, and then on the HVAC side, Jim Abrams, Terry Nicholson, uh, all those guys had had influence. You know, I Love I stole everything I got. I, Good. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I've been to all the seminars and I would stay to the end and then go to the bar and stay too long there. And just <laughs> get everything I could from anybody <laughs> that was willing to share. And Soaked it all in. Absolutely. Love it. So this next one is going to be super easy, but I'm really anxious to know the answer. Growing up, what did you want to be? I wanted to be a plumber. Wanted to I be really a plumber. Did. Yep. So, so that was easy. I wanted to be. I wanted to be in business in the plumbing trade. So when you were in school, you were thinking, you know what? I want to be a plumber because that's kind of the the because it's multi generational. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, I would see these examples in my life, my grandfather and my father, and, and I also tell them, I'm glad you weren't a roofer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they were plumbers and they they were just great role models. And I aspired to, to be that. And I was actually, it's going to sound odd, but I was in typing class in junior high school, complaining to the typing teacher that I didn't need to type, right? Turns out you do need to type. But back then, <laughs> I didn't know that. I was coming, why the hell do I need to learn how to type? I can't spell. <laughs> I don't want to do this. And she says, well, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to be a plumber. I have my own business. And I'm going to have the biggest plumbing company. Like like three plumbers are going to work for me. Right? That's what I'm going to have. <laughs> she said, well, you better get it together. And there's a trade school. There's a, a high school trade school in town. You can, you can, if you do good, I'll help you get in. She was, she was a great lady. And she just, she saw that everybody didn't have to fit into a certain spot. Right. And she coached me to go to the both tech school, which turned out to be great. And, uh, you know, so I took, I got into plumbing and, and never looked back. And, uh, we had an opportunity. I had the, my teacher there was just the Giacomo, Mr. Giacomo, just a great, great guy. Um, he uh, he actually would do some side work and I would go on some jobs with him. And I got I had a job at the supermarket bagging groceries and I would try to get side jobs and I do them here. And then when I needed help, he would help me. So uh, <laughs> one day, cool. one day a, a cashier said I need new new furnace. And I said, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> I went back home and said, how the hell am I going to do that? I went to school and I convinced him to help me do this job. So we we uh, we go to the guy's house. We give him the price. He says yes. That's the first first hurdle, right? He said yes. The number. We go back. We get the furnace. We load uh, the next day. We load it into his. I think it was like a '67 Chevy Chevy van. After school, we go and we do the job, get paid. And this is this is the point of the story. We 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 get paid. My eyes are big. I see all this cash. I go around the corner. He counts out five hundred dollars or whatever for the furnace the parts, and I get six hundred. He got six hundred, and I'm like I'm in. From this point forward, I get the I get the game, right? Yep. <laughs> and uh, that was more money than I had seen uh, for for a few hours' work. So uh, that kind of 
<laughs> you were born with it, man. You were was, born with it. I was lucky. Yeah. SmartAC.com. SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. You're born with it. Well, let's go ahead. I don't know, Paul, I don't want to hold anything up. I just want to get right into the story because that's actually the beginning point of really the, you know, to where you're at today. That was the beginning point of it. So let's talk through that. Kind of t- let the listeners know about the story. And, and Paul, like, let's, you know, if we want to hang on something that he says, let's just kind of, you know, get after it and ask. Because I think it's really important to understand the timeline, the history and then all the way down to kind of where is it today and we'll sure. get to what's next, but let's just get up to where it's at today. So go ahead and, and share it to listeners. Yeah, so that was that, you know, that happened about 78, 79, graduated high school in, in, in uh, 1980, uh, worked for, for a local guy here for a couple of years, moved out then to uh, Loveland, Colorado, because I was, I had an uncle out there who, again, was a plumber, worked for him, and uh, also got into solar energy. If you remember, then it was hydronic solar, right? Not photovoltaic like today. So we would run, we would put sewer tanks in the basement, plumb copper lines up to the roof to the panels, and there was lots of, uh, there was lots of systems going in because there was big tax credits. So had a group of guys working with me. Uh, and we would install install thousands of these systems. The only problem with that business, the tax credits ran out in 1985. That was done, and uh, and that whole business kind of went away. So I went back to to uh, new construction plumbing, which is a bad habit right? <laughs> for me. It was anyway, and uh, didn't make any money. Got in debt. Decided, and the and the quote the economy was bad in Colorado, but my perception of the economy was bad in Colorado. <laughs> still counts. <laughs> yeah, still counts. So I was going to move back home to, to Delaware for for a year or two and wait for the economy to get better, and then I was going to go back. So uh, I came back, uh, got my master's license here in, uh, in Delaware in the Philadelphia area, and um, started building the business. And I like, like to tell people I was so poor at that time, I couldn't pay attention. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't eat. <laughs> no kids at this point? Still I, I early did, I did. I had Elisa, my, my yeah. oldest daughter. I was married. I couldn't bring them back with me at first. I had to earn <laughs> enough money to get yeah. them and our stuff back. Uh, eventually, you know, a couple of months I did that. Um, I would literally stand out in front of the, the licensing and permit office and wait for guys to come out with, with blueprints and ask them if I could bid their work. The only problem with that strategy is the only people who are going to give you work are the guys aren't paying their bills because <laughs> <laughs> they see a new sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the first year, year and a half, I, I, I got beat pretty hard by new construction, which, you know, in the long run for me, right, I don't want to, you know, other people are very successful. For me, it was not good. And uh, it forced me into finding work where I could get, do it today, get paid today. Yeah. You know? 
so I could eat tonight. Yeah, <laughs> preferably. That was the, that was the key. And uh, pretty important. Yeah. So I would just I worked. I actually worked at night for a pipe fit for a pipe fitting company from three thirty to eleven. I would get up during the day and try to run a call. Right. I had a little ad in the paper. You know, kind of. You know, we'll work. We'll do any job. You know. And, and the goal was when I got a customer, there was only one, there was a close rate of 100% because I wasn't leaving. So they gave me the work. <laughs> motivated. You were motivated. motivated. And then asked for other work and just, you know, slowly built the, built a small base. And so I could, I could leave that pipe fitting job and then start building the business. Did the business have a name take? at that point? Or is it just kind of you doing it? Was, your... Yeah, good question. So it was Geiger Services okay. at that point in time. Um, that was uh, like 1987. Got it. Okay. That happened. Yeah. Sorry, Paul, what were you going to say, buddy? Oh, I was just wondering how long, how, how long of a period of time did you do that where you were working from 3 to 11 and then running service during the day? That was probably, that was probably a year, maybe a little okay. over a year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then what? So now family what, life, <laughs> it was good. That that leaves your work life balance kind of like that. Yeah, a little out of balance. A little yeah. out of balance. <laughs> so then what what comes next? So you're doing that, and so let's keep going with the start. Let's see where yeah, it goes from so, here. So I kept I kept doing that. Um, so that was eighty seven, and and I I had built a business a uh, little each year, still doing some new construction, but trying to build the other the other part of the business. Went to night school for heating and air conditioning to, to, to learn that. Um, I'm more of a plumber than a HAC tech. Uh, but I, I wanted to I wanted to get that skill. Uh, so I went to night school after I left the the, the night uh, the night place fitting job. Um, <laughs> and I kind of we just I just built the business. I had a few guys up until I tell people that I started in '87 and I started paying attention in 96, right? I was, I was, <laughs> I was working hard like every other guy out there trying to, trying to do what he could. And I, and we got, I got pretty decent at the time it was 1.6 million in, in revenue in, in 1987. Yeah. Okay. And then in 1987, two big things or 96, I'm sorry, in 96, two big things happened. I hired a guy who eventually became my partner, Mark Aiken. Mark, yep. And I joined uh, next star, which was C2000 at the time, uh, in February of 96. So those two things happened that month. So those are pivotal, and, pivotal things that happened. Yeah, that was a big, big change. And then on top of that, I, I guess I, I joined next star and it was trying, it was in negotiations to hire Mark at that point. And, uh, Jack Tester, there was a bunch of us who had joined at the same time, about the same size. Uh, and I said, that I w- he wanted me to do a peer group where you all get together, you share best practices. Yep. And I was a new member and he wanted me to have, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> but there were a lot of us that didn't know what we didn't know. And we were going to come together. And I said, well, I'll commit to you that if I can hire this guy, Mark Aiken, who I knew that was pretty organized and a hard charger, if I could hire him, I would commit to doing this. And then I hired him, then I had to do it. <laughs> you committed. And so what that did is that forced us to 
to when the peer group, you have to write down all your processes, how you answer the phone, how you dispatch, what your pricing, well, everything. Well, I didn't have that. I didn't know what it, so we had to kind of make it up. Right? <laughs> so but it forced us, it forced us to put processes, start to put processes in place. And, and the deal I made with Jack was that if uh, we did, a, if I did a peer group for him, he would give me uh, eight or 10 of the, best members of Contractors 2000 at the time give me access uh, to go visit their businesses. I didn't know at the time they would have done that anyway. <laughs> right. So that was part of the negotiation that you would have got anyhow. <laughs> so, but we did that. And, and, and we had, we had the peer group made great friends. That I still had today uh, got to travel to, to um, some great companies, went out to see uh, Mike Diamond uh, at the time was was just the size of his business was unfathomable to me. Uh, went to see uh, the Charrier brothers at Heritage up in New Hampshire, New Hampshire and a couple other ones. And I can literally remember, and we, and we kind of all traveled as a pack then. We would go see these businesses. And I can remember like it was yesterday, and Mark and I were on the plane, sitting in the back of the plane, <laughs> in the front of the plane, in the back of the plane, <laughs> with, with, a, with a notepad, Writing all the things that we learned, all the all the things that we should do, and putting priorities on them. Right, we'll do this one, then we'll do that one, and 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 we got back and we just worked like hell. And he was he was is a great uh, implementer. He would implement things, and I I, I would just say yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Yep, sounds and good. At the, at the time, we weren't partners, but. But we acted as partners, right? But on paper, we weren't partners. And uh, we we grew, the, that was in 96, and we grew the business. We were growing the business. And then we came across CSG, which was Contractor Success Group, which was Jim Abers and Terry Nicholson and, and John Young. And um, we joined because <laughs> they knew heating and air conditioning at the time. Nexstar did not do heating and air conditioning. And... Uh, we went to a boot camp and they said, and went up, you got to remember, we, we do a lot of air heating and air conditioning now, but we did zero then. <laughs> we were just a plumbing company. So they said, if you send these marketing letters out, you will get leads. And if you have leads, you will sell this many systems. And then you just do that again. <laughs> so, so we came back. We, did, we weren't sure if they were telling the truth or not, but we sent out 10,000 letters. And we got, I don't know how many leads, but we got leads. We didn't have a sales guy. We didn't have equipment and we didn't have an installer. <laughs> so we quickly went out and got a sales guy who, who was with us all the way through and, and actually became a, a partner in the business as well, Troy Rainsburg. He sold the first, first lead, sold the first system, and we still didn't have equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is kind of reminiscent of your uh, of your grocery bagging story, where you said, "Yeah, I can install that furnace without even." <laughs> I love it. I'm it reminds seeing, me of seeing a pattern. Person. I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, made a phone call to Lennox, uh, and uh, been with them ever since. Right, but, oh. but they they took a chance on us. We we asked Troy, "Well, if you were us, who would you hire to install it?" He told us, and we hired him. <laughs> I made a deal, and then he then the rest of the story is just you know building, building, building from from there. But that's you know, and so I had the luxury of going to to 
next door, had the luxury of going to CSG and just 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 take all that that in. And and I can't just tell you how grateful and how blessed I am to uh, to have been associated with all the people I have been through the years. That's amazing. So that still is like about, I think three quarters of the story. So I think, so we want to hear about the second furnace. Yeah, let's hear about the second well, furnace. Well, so that was, that was in 98 and we were, so in 96 doing 1.6, 98 probably doing lots of growth in like three and a half million or so grow it to 8 million by 2000. Right. So this was the first round of, uh, they call it a consolidation or roll up, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I don't, I don't like those words, but that was <laughs> it, it was their words, right? Sure. Yeah. And and this guy kept calling me. You want to sell your business? You want to sell your? Business? I said no, no, no. It was Fred Silverstein. That a lot of people know, right? So he's a dear friend today, and we still yeah. do business together. Um, we finally, after saying no so many times, they, I said yes. So <laughs> so we we sold the blue dot. Which, which was a consolidator. They were owned yeah. by a utility company, Northwestern, and, and of all places, uh, South Dakota, right? right. A funny heating company in Wilmington, Delaware. Right. So they had bought they had bought a bunch of businesses, and and you know again, amazing part of the story because in that group are some icons today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You got Ken Haynes yep. and Jamie D. Um, and Paul Kelly, one of the best operators in the, in, in, right in your area. Right, right? here, so, Phoenix. Yep. Just a humble, yep. smart guy. You don't see him coming, but he's just awesome. <laughs> uh, and Chris LaBeouf, that, that, you know, was the beginning of, of Turn Point. Yep. Um, just great experience to be, to be, and humble to be with those guys. Uh, when that business didn't work, because they they I won't get into the story, but they didn't do things the right way. Sure, and fell out of covenant with their bank and decided they were going to give up on their on this strategy that they had. We all got a chance to buy our business back, and wow. for me, it was really good because they owed me money, so I get to pay <laughs> buy it with money they owed me. <laughs> yeah. So, so when we bought it back, we bought it back together, Mark and I, and we were fifty fifty partners. Uh, we sold it doing eight million in revenue. We stayed there and worked and grew the business and really played full out. We had an earn out and we wanted to see the business be successful. We actually bought it back doing twelve million. So it was and it made money all the way through. So it wasn't like we was getting a you know bag of crap back. We got sure. a great yeah. business back. And from there, uh, you know, we poured our heart and soul into the business and and uh, marketed. Mark Mark was a was a master marketer. He had he would come up with ideas, and my skill was to be able to say yes. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> it. Do that. So <laughs> so uh, we, you know he had that side of the business. I had the technical side, getting you know running the operations and 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 that kind of thing. So we grew the business from that period going forward. We made a couple tiny, tiny acquisitions going forward, but more data buys than, than I would call acquisitions. And we, we went from, from uh, Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, to opening up um, in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania yeah. 
and and then New Jersey and then Baltimore. But you know, the thing that really one of the things that really drove us is some key hires. You know, to to really first of all, we wanted to grow. We had the desire to always do better than we did before, right? We didn't know when it was five million, and we didn't know how we were going to get to ten million, or be able to run a ten million dollar business, or or it was, it was just like going through the fog and we knew that we would figure it out as we went. But uh, we made some great hires and, and uh, actually I should say Mark, Mark had a great talent of finding talent, right? He could, he could, and there's some funny stories out there. You know? <laughs> uh, Frank DeMarco, I think shared one yep. with you guys and, and uh, he made another uh, great hire with Charlie Haynes, who's now the CEO of, of, Horizon. Um, he was a, a wholesaler who came in and uh, thought he was going to sell us. You know, if we ended up hiring him, hiring him yep. yeah. it was a long period of time, but but we got him, and and you know he he quickly rose to the top and uh, was a great hire. <laughs> he, he hired uh, a we with John Cameron. I don't know if you know that name, but mm-hmm. uh, he's a legend in, in the sales side of the business, right? Took it, moved this forward. Uh, there's been several others, but uh, uh, Gary Ober, who's now our COO, um, came from Disney. So some great hires along the way, and it's, you know, it's I didn't do this. <laughs> you I, said yes. I, I just said yes. <laughs> I took a chance. There's, there's uh, a lot there, by the way. Yeah, there's just a, a lot of great people along the way, and uh, it's been a heck, heck of a ride. If if you don't mind, when you sold the business originally to Blue Dot, did you feel as if you had arrived or you had reached some milestone? Did you wonder what was next? What did that look like? No, I, I, after I sold it, I didn't really feel. I had more money, but I really didn't feel any different. I you stayed I was, in the business. I was. Uh, I mean, I think I was probably about. I was under forty. You know, I knew that I was. I wasn't done. Right. It wasn't. You know, to some people it might have been enough money, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't about them. The day after I went, I went to work. Yeah. So, in fact, the day after I was in a ditch, put installing a sewer, <laughs> the guy looked at me. He said, "What are you doing?" It's just I love this industry. I love the business. Um, you know, I always knew that I would be in it. I didn't know where that path was going to lead. Or if I was going to be in a different business and later get back in the business, I just didn't know or move or whatever. But, yeah. but so, uh, no, it wasn't, I didn't sell to get out. I sold because I couldn't believe they're giving me that much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and at that age, I mean, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you come from a place of passion for the, for the business. So it became about more about, I mean, it, there's, a, there's so many similarities here that I, I, because we've only had, you know, got, to talk yesterday. I've never met, I've always heard, I mean, literally the 14 years I've been in the business, I've, I've heard of you and I've heard, um, of Charlie and I've heard of horizon, all these things, but I've never had the chance to talk to you until yesterday. I'm just starting to notice some similarities, which is always like, makes me feel better because even though you're just saying yes, you're still just being humble. Um, and what the actual bigger play is there, the technical side of things is obviously extremely important. Once you say yes, you still got to actually, uh, you talked about, um, having a, the, uh, implementer, that's a key role you know, too. Yeah. And the technical yeah. side of it is obviously key too, because of, you know, um, client fulfillment is ultimately the end result of what you're doing and it's gotta be right. good. 
So I think, yeah, I think the, the, the reason that Mark and I were such a good fit and we had a great run was because our talents were different, right? Yep. He, he, he was a promoter. He was a great marketer. He, he had super high standards as far as, you know, I had the quality of work, but he had, you know, you're going to dress like this, your trucks are clean, you know, the, the message, the marketing message tied to what we delivered, all, all that, right? He had, um, the, the, our instruct idea came from, from him, the, 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 just a, you know, a lot of the standards of, you know, we're on time or it's free, uh, yeah. that kind of thing. We love the color orange around here, just so you know. <laughs> little biased. Yeah. Um, qu- quick kind of random question here. I was working with your son-in-law, Chris, down in South Carolina a couple of years ago. And we were having a, uh, we'll say a heated or spirited dialogue. And he stopped mid, mid-conversation and said, you know, if Dave were here, he would tell me to focus on my breath. What was he telling me and why did he say that? Well, it wasn't his breath, it was his breathing, right? So His breathing, so, right. So we have a thing around here we said breathe through your nose because you can't it, it settles you down right it, it, if you're if you're panicked or you're you know you're getting excited that's probably what he meant i'm, I'm, I'm guessing but it's just stay calm don't react right don't even, and is don't. is that a management philosophy of yours in general it was, i think it's just yoga <laughs> it's yeah. meditation and, and and you had or have a yoga studio in the shop somewhere right we did yeah we had we had it, um, I don't do it anymore. I need to get back to doing it. <laughs> Place gets in the way, but yeah, we uh, we had uh, yoga in the, in the in the office, and we had everybody that wanted to do it could do it, and uh, it's part of the culture. So the technicians yeah. were like, "Yeah, man, let's do some." A few of them, yeah. Was yeah, it more more uh, a call center and dispatcher, sales guy? Got it. Got it. Uh, that, it's downflow a- dog, not downward dog. Downflow. So- Oh my gosh. That's a freebie listeners. You can take yeah, that. I forgot about that, that, but that is, a tr- that is true. That happened. Okay. <laughs> hey, to the point listeners. I know, I know I get it. You're into it just like I am. You're going to have to wait until the next episode to hear the remainder of Dave's story. In addition to that, Dave's going to go in depth into mergers and acquisitions and his opinion and experience on it from one of the best in the business. And I don't mind giving you my, my email. Yeah, sure. I, Perfect. You know, it's, it's, uh, D Geiger, G E I G E R at horizon com. Perfect. Well, listen, I appreciate you so much. Um, and listen, you, you, um, I know that inbox is going to, is going to fill up. So, um, get ready, but uh, I'm so excited to have you on listeners. Uh, this was a, this was a real treat. This does not happen. Thank you for all the reviews that you guys leave for us. And would you, and if you like these type of podcasts and wants to keep going, which I hope you do, um, please go ahead and, and scroll to the bottom of all the episodes. I think there's 70 some odd plus, but at the bottom, there's a spot for you to leave a review. And that kind of is our uh, way of understanding and feeling, you know, what, what the outcome of the, all this is, um, from, from your words, but I'm going to share one with you right now from Brad Campbell. Oh, Brad Campbell. Okay, cool. Customer of ours. Um, and his, the topic was amazing. Five stars. I love the show and the value you guys deliver. You've helped me raise my game with so much knowledge and wisdom for my employees and my customers. And I'm just getting started implementing these processes with precision and layering them on. I look forward to, to the point, to, to the point Tuesdays. I love that to the point Tuesdays, uh, every week. I appreciate your commitment to providing the value you do. Chris and Paul. Thank you so much, Brad. Appreciate that again, Dave. Thanks for all the, the, the nuggets that you dropped. Tell Paul, I appreciate you listeners. Until next time. Thank you, guys.
We'll see you. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.